0: I put some gas in my car and I'm ready to go, go, go. We'll blow this town for a while, doesn't matter where we go. I'm a little Easter eggs and bunny rabbits.
1: Here comes Peter Kutton Taylor. Oh,
0: Hopping you know there in the a morning. Give
1: them peeps in your butthole in your mouth. I don't think so, the lyrics. Yeah, that's the new
0: lyrics. I don't think so. Yeah. This is Trash House Street. What's up?
1: It's Jamie Z. It's Lou Sessa. What's going
0: on? Nothing.
1: How was your Easter?
0: My Easter was good. Mm. I ate so many chocolate eggs. Ooh, did you have a Cadbury egg? Do you ever eat a Cadbury egg? Yeah, who hasn't? Mark. Really? Yeah, he just, he
1: wouldn't like it cuz the be, consistency of the yeah. cream, which I haven't eaten a Cadbury egg in years. I don't know if I'd like it.
0: There, I don't think like I used to, I think when they were special, when you could only get them at Easter.
1: Yeah, you can get like more <coughs> fun. How about Peeps? You like Peeps? Yeah, they're alright. I'm sick of them. They're gross. I try
0: not to eat anything, though, because the sugar angers up. They the have, guys. like, chocolate peeps, which yeah. is kind of gross. Yeah, not my America.
1: Did I tell you the time when uh, Jess and Joe put peeps all over my car at the King of Prussia Mall? They put peeps all over.
0: Yeah? Why did they do that? They were being jerks. Ah.
1: So I go out to my car to leave to go to Denny's, probably, or wherever we were mm-hmm. going. And there's a security guard in front of my car looking at my... Wanting to know if I want to send a or file a report. Oh, yeah. And I say no. So I go to Denny's and I piss in a super soaker.
0: All right. And then I squirted them. I, I feel like I've heard the second half of that story many <laughs> yeah. times. The
1: first part of that story is the peep right. story. And then the, even the second story part mm-hmm. is a peep
0: story as well. All right. A peep, peep. Peep. So anyway, it's totally Easter. Yeah. It's celebration man. of the resurrection. Yeah. And stuff. Stuff and I ate a lot of eggs. Go to see Gougeway tonight. Yeah, yeah me too. And yeah, Totes my goats. Fucking Word. awesome.
1: So, how about that concert we went to?
0: Like a million years ago?
1: <laughs> like, I guess a few weeks ago.
0: So, first, let me let me uh, let's
1: go back in time.
0: Been <laughs> a little tardy getting the podcast out. Now, I've been in physical therapy, PT, mm-hmm. knee. T, I I like to call it, because I'm working on my And that leaves very little time, scant time, to bring you the audio magic that is Trash South Street.
1: That's fine. No, one's, no one cares. Uh, they do. So <laughs> Excuse me.
0: Let's go back in time through the Wayback Machine. Woo! And the theremin's playing. Mm-hmm. And we see a clock, and we see Hitler giving a speech, because we've gone <laughs> too far! Oh, no! oh, thank God. Oh, there's Kennedy. There's Oh, look, Game of Thrones is beginning, and oh, there's that first season of of uh, Westworld when everyone liked it before it turned to shit. I liked the first season. Uh, uh, actually, I haven't seen the second season. It's good. I like and it. And we're here at this concert we went to. Yep. All Them Witches. AT-Dubs. And Plague Vendor. Yes. At
1: the First Unitarian Church, which is yes. kind of a weird venue for All Them Witches, but it was pretty cool because it's small.
0: Yes. Intimate, I believe is what they call it.
1: it was, I liked it. I thought it was super fun. I thought that would be the crowd that would be there. Of course, wherever we go, which is probably where anyone, everyone else probably has this problem as well. There's always someone annoying around you. Yeah. We had the dude that would not stop like dancing.
0: Oh, that's right. Wasn't there a guy who kept making commenting back too? In
1: there was one dude that was. Remember when like Bender got all mad and like supposedly kicked down, somebody down, out or yeah. told you him, leave, it, although the person might
0: have been leaving anyway. And I think it might have been. Yes, and um, dude's like, no,
1: he was talking to me. And he said something. Yeah. So there was a guy who was
0: totally oblivious. He to, was like
1: six uh, foot four and stood yeah. right in front of
0: us. Yeah, that's right. He kept standing. Yeah, it was very annoying. And he kept looking around like he was waiting for somebody, and he wasn't. He was yeah. just looking
1: around. Which is fine. Who cares? You know,
0: I want to start backwards and move front. Uh, All them witches, amazing. They were um, good. I
1: thought they were fantastic. Um, I I almost feel like it was the wrong venue for them. But yeah, I it,
0: like, it was definitely cool. Yeah. And told a story about a fish belly, eighty six onions. This mm-hmm, is essentially cool. his what his like young nephew wrote him. Yeah, so he, I wrote you a song. Yeah, it was good. The guy's super fucking stoned, probably. I think he just talks
1: that way.
0: Yeah, he's very uh, mellow.
1: Yeah, well, they're southern,
0: but it was really good. It was very amazing. Um,
1: yeah, they were great. It just sometimes like for a band like all them witches, which have like sometimes longer songs, and they'll just jam out and little. It just it kind of just didn't meld well at times yeah. with the, the...
0: Yeah, some of the songs... Some of them worked and some of them didn't. Uh, yeah. Wasn't there a mosh pit during All the Witches? Remember? Yes. Remember? So I didn't think... That, I thought that was a little weird. And the old folk were like, well,
1: I'm getting out. Like, it was oh, a very... Oh, that's right. Yeah, there was It was this a like, very small mosh pit. It was kind of neat because it just, like, came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And it was just kids, like, kind of bumping into each other. Yeah. But these... Older folks that had to be in their 50s like, were like, Oh, I'm out of here! Like, lost yeah, their minds. Left, like, I'm like, Dude, it's like, like,
0: like a couple, it's like five like, people. I mean, they, they ran away like they were burning a flag in the fucking stage. I mean, and there was also like this dude, this total yud, where like his bib balls, he looked like he just came from plowing the fields.
1: I didn't see him.
0: I saw him briefly, but I was like, Oh, that guy could be some problems. He's the kind of man who goes up and down the aisles with his hatchet, chopping heads. Opening.
1: Yeah, Plague Vendor.
0: Was Plague Vendor. And I was actually, I was blown away by Plague Vendor. They
1: were great. They're, um, uh, did you get their new album? I pre-ordered it and it is coming.
0: No, I have not pre-ordered
1: it. Well, it's on Epitaph. Yeah. Just to let you know.
0: So Plague, how would you describe them as a, uh. They're
1: kind of like a gothy rock and roll band, I would say. Yeah,
0: I would agree. Um, kind of, oh, like a gothier version of, shit. Hank Wood and the Hammerheads.
1: Okay, yeah. So it you me of got... that, like,
0: Mercy City Devils, the way the sort of the singer yeah,
1: yeah.
0: is, like, almost preaching.
1: Mm-hmm. And it
0: has a very good tempo, fast tempo. Like, it's a shame that it wasn't a bigger venue because they... The lead singer did have a lot of physicality. Mm-hmm. And it, clearly he was working with what he had. He was great. But I was amazed. Um, I commented, it was probably, like, some hyperbolic. Like, seeing, like, Bauhaus or Joy Division when they were still doing clubs, like, mm-hmm. that level of, like... Something theoretically special. Yeah, but yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, we had a we had a time.
1: Yeah, I thought it was a good time. Uh-huh. It was fun. It was only those two bands, and um, it wasn't overloaded with people. Uh, it was pretty laid back. I thought it was fun. Mm-hmm.
0: It was good times. And you went to another show.
1: And I went to see Cro-Mags, Terror, Municipal Waste, and I did left. During uh, the end of municipal waste, because I'm not a hate breed fan, uh. it was a very it was at the Electric Factory, or Franklin Music Hall, mm-hmm. and it was interesting. There was an older gentleman that was I went by myself because Mark and I've been fighting sickness uh, for a while. Yeah, I've talked about the love run too. Yeah, and there was an older gentleman. He had to be in his fifties, and he was, I was near like the exit doors off to mm-hmm. the left hand side of the uh, Franklin Music Hall. Yeah, and. There's, like, kind of rafters around there, and he was, like, fucking around with stuff and, like, grabbing stuff around there, and then, like, went out into the crowd. So I'm like, ah, I don't like this. I feel like, what if that's a fucking bomb? I don't yeah. want to think that way, but... So a guy came back, and I was just staring. at He must have noticed I was just staring at him and watching what he was doing. He was like, oh, it's my glasses case. I, I've, yeah. I've been jammed to the cro mag since the 80s, so I didn't want my glasses to get broken, so I put them up there. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, we end up bullshitting. Chromax were fantastic. I just don't feel like it's like people were really into them. Yeah. And they played before Terror, which I thought was a little weird, too. But it, a lot of the crowd was there to see Terror as well. And they were fantastic. They're always fun to see live. And then Municipal Waste was awesome. Imagine, like, 80s, like, glam hair metal, like, S-type stuff going on. And it was it was just fun. The one thing that cracked me up, there was a lot of, um... There, there were some straight-edge kids in the crowd and people in the crowd... And municipal waste talks a lot about beer and getting drunk and shit and these people were getting so turned off like fuck this shit even one dude behind me was like dude this this is so bad I don't know how anyone likes this because they were like all the guitars would be like rocking back and forth like next to each other like you would see on like Spinal Tap or something Uh but I thought it was fun and uh, I mean I've seen Chromax a billion times on yeah one of my favorite bands so I will always see them live so it was fun I did the love run, did my half marathon, yeah. and I PR'd it being in my 40s. I oh. broke my time by uh, a little over two minutes. That's
0: good. And I ran it sick. I say yeah, You had some sort of death illness. <laughs> yeah,
1: it turned into a sinus infection, but I started getting sick literally three days beforehand, and I put about mm-hmm. eight weeks of training and work in. So yeah. part of me, I'm very happy with my time. That's awesome. But like a little bit in the back of my head, I'm like, man, if I would have been healthy, I probably could have taken another minute or so off. But I'm more than happy taking two minutes yeah, off. That's awesome. awesome. And being in my 40s. So yeah, kicking some ass. Mm-hmm. Taking
0: names. And you've just had your birthday party. Yeah. Because this is in the future. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Did you like that pony I bought you for your birthday party? Did you like your uh, face paint at the zoo? I got lost and then the policeman uh, threw me in jail because he thought I was kidding when I was crying in my tiger makeup. <laughs> and your balloon. My balloon fell away. That's very sad. Aw, <laughs> oh, now I'm really sad for real. Podcast is over. I'm too sad.
1: Bye-bye. Hmm. Do you want to talk about some music or do you want to yeah, talk about anything else? To talk about the music. Okay.
0: Oh, I did see a movie. What did you see? I saw Avengers Endgame. <laughs> And there will be spoilers after this podcast ends, Ooh. as I will be discussing it. Okay. It is awesome. Okay, cool. But it was weird. All right. It was awesome. But kind of weird. <laughs> anyway, so I got two. You got two? I can't believe that thing happened with the guy. That was bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. That's what I called. Yeah. And then I was like, damn. And credits scene. No, we'll talk about it. We don't want to <laughs> spoil it. Uh, but stay after the credits. Okay. That's all I'm saying. <coughs> Which is weird because I don't fuck with that shit. I don't stay after the credits ever because I have to pee.
1: Mm hmm. Or poo.
0: Uh, Sometimes, but usually not. If I poo, I'm just going to do it right there in the chair. I mean, what are the chances of me sitting <laughs> going to see two movies in the same theater at the same that week? That is true. Anyway. Let's talk about some music. All right. Let me go first. You may go
1: first. Mmm. Trog's Java headstyle is delicious. Yes. I like it a lot. Mm. Thank you. Trogue's Java headstop. Mm. Anyway, Tar Pit self-release uh, came out March of this year, and they are out of Portland, Oregon. This is their first release, and they're a Doom, Sludge, Stoner, Bluesy, Rock Act. That yes. They've been around since 2014. If you like Black Sabbath, and uh, they remind me a lot of Red Fang, too. With, yeah. like, you will probably like Tar Pit. I've been, I was on a Doom Metal kick for a while, so mm-hmm. I was just kind of just trying to find... Good dude, do- I I don't not really into the mm-hmm. vocals. I like a little yeah. uh, be able to understand them a little better. I stumbled upon these guys uh, for, when I was looking at Bandcamp. It's got five songs. It's a really I have a really short review because there's not really like yeah. so much you can say without saying the same thing over and over again.
0: You also a lot of long songs.
1: Yes, which you were probably like, whoa, Jamie's doing a lot of. I line. actually was. I was like, wow, that's like, a I'm lot impressed. Of yeah. Uh, the first song, "Ruin" or "Rune." Heavy trance life, like riffs. Um, I read did read the vocals, and you would like it. It's very like Cthulhu esque yeah. lyrics. Very groove. As I said, the vocals remind me of like if Red fear Fu- or Red Fang did a um, like a, a doom band. Mm-hmm. And part sometimes the vocals reminded me of the song Hurricane by Bob Dylan. Like at the end, like just remember that you are one. Just, I don't. For some yeah. reason, that that song kept popping up in my head. The next song, was it Sagwin? Is that how you say that?
0: I wasn't sure, but I did like, I mean, I liked this album. That was one of my favorite songs. That's my favorite Because of the guitar song. shit. In the beginning of the yeah, there's
1: super cool, grinding guitars. I like how there's like a, kind of a slow drum buildup, and then it gets to that, like, that nice yeah. groove going on. Um, and I, I think that's probably the most bluesiest riff yeah. going through the whole album. But it's a really cool song. Kappa Capra, Nocturnes. Very heavy, slow, sludgy, um, I guess, Bruja or
0: Bruja. Bruja. It's That's... Spanish, for witch. Oh, I know that from. Your are Spanish. The Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> really, Vampire the Masquerade. Continue.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot about.
0: And that. Spanish class.
1: Yes, very heavy bass. And being a witch. Go ahead. John. And uh, guitar riffs, quiet breakdowns, and then the guitars bring it back up. It's mm-hmm. th- th- this whole uh, formula kind of goes throughout that, like every song. Yeah. Um, Tomb of, Doom is the last, Tomb of Doom is the last song. It's, it's a good song. Doo, 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 I dig it. I really like it. If you like Doom without, as I said, the growled vocals and growled metal vocals, I think you'll like it. And um, I would love to see this band live. Yeah. Um, I found my, I listened to it again today when I was driving to get my eggs from the farm, oh. which I really was. Jesus um Christ. <laughs> I'm such a hippie. Were they
0: Easter eggs? No, they were just regular eggs. Because it's after Easter? Mm.
1: But anyway, I, I feel like I zone out. Like I, it's so trance-like yeah. at times that I just like forget that I'm listening to, you and then it comes right back in. Mm-hmm. And when I hear like a, a, a different tone or like yeah. it just switches gears, but I really like this album. I pre-order. They had a, a really limited a de, a limited release record pre, pre-order. I, I cannot talk today. Yeah. So I did order it because I like it so much. But I really like these guys, and for a first release, I thought it was fantastic. Mm. So. If you like doom metal and stuff like and stoner rock, check out Tar pants. I like it a
0: lot. It reminded me of Sleep. Would be the biggest comparison. Yeah, they, um, that was
1: uh, one they got compared to a lot. I like
0: music that suddenly you realize you haven't been breathing. <laughs> um, and this is what it's like. It's very heavy, droney, sludge metal, and you can't understand the lyrics. That's another thing. I don't like the. You can
1: under. Well, I'm not saying that they're easy to. You're yeah, like picking them. Animal- yeah, I agree.
0: And they're just fucking bad shit crazy, which is what I like about lyrics like that. Like, <laughs> it's all about... Where like, glue sniffer, I'm um, head of a cult type yeah. lyrics.
1: But yeah, I, I like Tar Pit. They
0: are awesome. Yes. Tar Pit. Which brings us to Night of the Worm Moon mm-hmm. by Shana Cleveland. Do you know what the Worm Moon is? I read about it on Bandcamp, but explain. So the Worm Moon is the full moon... Uh, right when the spring thaw happens and the worms start to wiggle around and fuck and whatnot, Ooh. I assume. And basically, I it's the I'm side of the spring same. planter. Yeah, but they still can book each other. Oh, okay. You know that little band aid that bur- worms have around them? Yeah. That's that's their sex organs. Mm. That's the worm dick. Ooh. Biologist. <laughs> actually did a report on annelids. Oh, Okay. And that's the actual. What do we call it? The worm dick. Okay. It's weird. Yeah. That's why you don't see a lot of worm biologists. Get censored by the man, the fucking prude, St. Academia. Anyway, this is not about worm dicks, but maybe it is a <clears> little <throat> bit. So, Night of the Worm Moon is a folk album. Mm-hmm. It is, I would say more precisely, it is a neo-folk album written in the post-apocalypse by an alien who does heroin.
1: Um...
0: Listening to this
1: album, I was like, I can't, I think this is what you would hear in your head when someone's about to murder, you've been running through the woods and people are chasing after you with machetes and
0: you know your impending death is coming and this is what you would hear. I mean, honestly, yeah, it's, so most of the songs, like, there's this weird, like, disconnect to them. Yeah. Oh, but I love this album. It's really good, yeah. Um, And I think I had said it's the kind of album you would write if you were the sole survivor of a plane crash and you were just wandering shell shock, I could see
1: that too. And that's the
0: thing is it's like written. There's like a, there's a lack of emotion in all the songs. Yes. That I love. So Shana Cleveland, of course, lead singer of La Luz. This is very much a side project. I can't imagine someone would listen to this and go the other way. And yeah, it's folk. It's mainly, it's her guitar, some weepy guitars, some, there's a cello, God help us, there's a bass. Only two of the songs have percussion, and it's Mm -hmm. percussion so slow, I could be the drummer. (laughs) Abby Blackwell, who's the original bassist of La Luz, plays on this album. Okay. And it was inspired by Sun Ra, according to Shauna Cleveland, and actually the title comes from Night of the Purple Moon, which is a Sun Ra album. You know about Sun Ra?
1: I read about it on the bank. (laughs) Oh, well, have you ever listened to Sun Ra? No, I have not.
0: Sun Ra's weird. He uh, lived in Philly for a while, so it was the f- most fucked up place he's ever been really? in. Really? Yeah, like father of Afro-futurism.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, like on Bandcamp, I don't know if you read it, there was like a two-page summary about yeah. like, what the album was about. The, yeah, yeah, it was yeah I try not to read
0: this though, but yeah, I, I did read the. Um, I'm gonna grab it. Yeah. that she loves Sun Ra and Aliens. Yeah, so, they
1: said a lot about Aliens.
0: Call to the Aliens. It opens with, Don't let me sleep too late. Which is sort of about loving someone. A lot of these songs are they, they range from I'll say sweet to devastating. And a lot of them about are about love and ghosts. This one is not about ghosts. But it's a sweet little song to open it up and it's about performing on stage and loving someone so, one, so the, loving someone so much. Just them watching you play. And it's sort of about that. That leads into Face of the Sun, which is a much more depressing song about growing older and sort of realizing that you're not the person you were. And actually, specifically, it's about Shauna Cleveland singing about how she's changed as a person, how she started out in the Midwest, she lived in Detroit, and then of course moved out to the West Coast and sort of how friends, you know, are longer than friends and you're a different person and you kind of mourn that.
1: How old is she? Do you know off the top of your head?
0: Uh, Forty. Oh. No, I'm, not, I'm just thinking. <laughs> no, I, I, I was just wondering. She's got to be in her late 20s, early 30s. Okay. I don't think she's super old. Another Realm is one of those fucking... So there are three songs that are... One song is definitely about ghosts.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, two songs are maybe about ghosts. So the titular Night of the Worm Moon...
1: Yeah, that's one of my favorites. It's
0: one of my favorites. <laughs> it has very weepy guitars. That's straight up about a ghost watching someone in a house. Where I'm trapped in the walls and I'm just watching you sleep. So I think it's about a ghost loving a living person. The other two songs, Another Realm and Invisible When the Sun Leaves, okay. are either about, also about ghosts or people from another dimension. It's all wacky. It's a sci-fi album, basically. I hate to read from the bandcamp, camp, but a sci-fi lullaby. I did see that. Bullshit. The Fireball, which has this really spooky whistle, is about UFOs.
1: Um. So I have a little, uh, yeah. a little n- note here. Yeah. And there's like this riff that goes on that reminds me of Empty Spaces of Pink Floyd. Yeah. And it, it, I put impending doom next yeah, to I it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it's impending
0: I mean, it is very much, you're, you're enjoying the last moments of, I don't know, relative normalcy before something horrible happens.
1: Yeah, you know the part in Empty when it's like, yeah, watch how yeah, we it,
0: feel. And I was like, oh perhaps, my God,
1: why is Pink Floyd popping in my yeah. head? But it's
0: an awesome, creepy um, song. A new song is, it's a love song I think about being in love with your friend and you're not supposed to be. Okay. And they have they have we'll say some worm some night of the worm moon style action Ooh. going on in that song, and it closes with "I'll Never Know," which is about getting dumped. Mm. There are two instrumentals on here: uh, "Solar Creep" and "Castle Milk."
1: Castle Milk is my jam. That's it's really so good. So creepy. And it's really,
0: yeah, it is. I have in here, the. I think what
1: really drew me in was there's like uh, in the beginning there's like a it reminds of me of a heart song the way the the guitar is or whatever. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Like It's like crazy on YouTube. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very acoustic. A lot of strings. For And, again, she sounds very disconnected when she sings these songs, but there's so much emotion in them. Mm-hmm. It is... I was, like, blown away. I, it's
1: really good. It's something I wouldn't want to listen to on repeat or anything Well, any that's the minute. other thing.
0: I've tried, and it's the first time I got this. Well, I actually got the download, so I pre-ordered it. Mm-hmm. This is one of those albums that came, like, crazy early Okay. for me because I'm a famous celebrity on Tri South Street. Yes. And I went for a walk, and then like just kind of wandered, and I was like, "Oh shit, where am I?" <laughs> You're
1: like in a graveyard. Yeah.
0: also oh, be great to live in a fuck. Listen to in a fucking mm. graveyard. <laughs> and that's about it. It's it's one of my favorite albums this year.
1: I have that at like, This it's a little folky, a little bit country. Yeah. A little bit Angel Olsen, a little bit if Angel. Actually, Olsen, yes, it reminded me a bit of Angel. If it, if, if, yeah, if Angel Olsen was like gothed out and like. Yeah. On heroin,
0: or I something. actually yeah. So <laughs> and yeah, a lot of it is it, it's heroin music. It's like the thoughts of someone who like there should be a, the a Chelsea nod. Wolf and uh... yeah, that'd yeah, be great. She's like yeah. Another person it reminded me of, actually, Leonard Cohen.
1: Okay.
0: So I think because it's sort of so one of my favorite albums. This is pretentious. Is Songs of Love and Hate by Leonard Cohen. Okay. And it's it's very minimalist, and she she's definitely better able to sing on key. Yeah, than he is, but it's also like there's sort of an element of disconnect and there's a lot of like, it's very folky and good. So yeah, Night of the Worm Moon.
1: Worm Moon.
0: Worm Dicks. Night of the Worm Dicks. That's That was a horror movie I saw years ago. Night of the Worm Dicks. Night of the Worm Dicks oh, and they kind of it was a David Cronenberg movie oh. and they stick themselves up your nose and they just kind of worm jizz in there mm. so you smell like, you know the chlorine you smell like in fall season? Yeah. Worm Dicks.
1: Oh. Was that called rabid or
0: contagious? No, uh, Night of the Worms. What's the one? There is the the Cronenberg movie with like the, they're like the slugs and it's all about sex. Oh, is it a Cronenberg movie? There's, or is it well, the uh, one all about else.
1: sex? Is Crash right? But That's not the I don't remember worms of. though. No, maybe it's not Unless Cronenberg. It maybe
0: it's um, a John Car- early John Carpenter movie.
1: What you're saying is vaguely familiar, but I don't remember sex. But I remember like w- weird worms. slither. Slither was. Um, not the one that was out that not not that long but i think ago. it was a remake or something i don't know huh? anyway
0: there's a movie by one of those guys and they're like space worms and there's something about it's like if it's a cronenberg movie it's a extremely early cronenberg movie <laughs> if it's a john carpenter movie it's the same thing it's before he was really famous it's like student film level <laughs> anyway that's a, probably way too long to talk about a movie we have no idea even <laughs> exists all right dazzle me potty mouth yes snafu yes uh out march
1: 2019 do you like indie pop i do do you like rock i do do you like 90s alt inspired uh yes do you like veruca salt
0: <laughs> i love veruca salt
1: well i'm sure you love potty mouth i think they're um i think they're awesome i've been rocking this album all week i think yeah i have
0: potty mouth is pretty sweet this
1: so the song do it again it's one of the best songs on there. Awesome. Yes. A uh, 90s alt-girl alt girl, uh, type of song, super catchy, cool song. Victor is obsessed with it, yeah. so we listen to it like 10 yeah. times a day, and he'll just be singing, plays his game, they, do it, do oh, it again, adorable. I really wanna. Like, he yeah. just always sings it, it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. 22, it made me feel old.
0: I have a note here. 22? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's bullshit. It's-
1: Remembering what okay, this is how I I this is what popped in my head. I remember turning twenty two or twenty three, and I was at Fridays with Jess. Yeah, and Jess is like, we used to like just drive around, and I would like, like we'd, I would probably more or less drink in her car. Or,
0: yeah, or
1: we would just do dumb things like steal a cones, traffic cones. She's like, you know what? We're not kids anymore. We're turning twenty two or twenty two years old. Like we can't like. And I remember being like, oh, man, I'm like a freaking adult. And now, like, 41-year-old Jamie wants to go back and just yeah. punch her in the
0: face. Well, I mean, I did that. Actually, def-
1: 29-year-old Jamie wanted to do that. But um, yeah. but I do remember feeling that way. Like, oh, I'm not a kid anymore. Yeah. I'm like, I'm so removed from high school and I graduated college. So anyway, yeah, 22. It's not a bad song, though. Um, I really like the song, Liar. Fast, catchy. Don't you see that you're a part-time friend? I don't yeah. know. I like the lyrics. They're fun. I like, yeah. Fence Walker I really like as well. It's cool. It's catchy. That's like the one of two songs that she kind of screams a little bit in at the mm-hmm. at one point in time. Not a lot. Love Massachusetts. It's just about getting the fuck out of Massachusetts. Yes. Very alt grungy sound.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Smash Hit actually has like a little electro oh, going I like on. Or like the
0: weird shit in the beginning that's mm-hmm. going on
1: there. What, uh, Smash Hit? Or, yeah, Smash yeah. Hit. I mean, I like all
0: the songs. It's a really good album
1: if you like alt 90s dog song this is my question is it actually a dog or a girl feeling like a dog because if you listen to the lyrics it could go either way Hmm. if she's really a dog because she's like you leave me at home while you go to work it could be a dog
0: somehow it'd be more depressing if it is about a dog if it's a person somehow is this dog thinking that all
1: you don't know if you think about it 'Cause even you said you're guilty of just over emotionalizing women's yeah. lyrics. I was like, what if she's just talking about being yeah. like her dog? Like she feels bad about her dog. Uh-huh.
0: Maybe. Oh, did you know? What? Dog spelled backwards. Is God. Fuck. I wasn't Whoa. gonna I was not gonna say that, but go ahead. Anyway. Um, go ahead.
1: bottom fever bottom fever. Bottom feeder. Imagine that. It's uh, alt nineties a little more angst, and she actually, actually started screaming a little bit. I thought this record was super fun. I really like it. I like every song, which doesn't happen that much. And it harkens back to that alt-90s girl group type thing going yeah. on. But I, I really like this album. I bought it um, I went up to uh, the rock shop and was talking to Glenn, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get Potty Mouth, because the, the record label they're on, uh, Get Well Records, is out of Philadelphia. Yeah. They are out of LA. I was like, I'll give it a, a listen, and mm-hmm. I'm I really like it. It's really good. Good stuff. So, check out Potty Mouth, Snafu.
0: Speaking of snafus, I just had to look because I forgot the name of the next album. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so, this is the moment well, no, I know, the moment I've been waiting for I don't fucking know. Mary Timony X-Hex, It's Real, Merge Records. Depending on how you count, it's the second or third X-Hex album. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Mary Timothy had a solo album called XX that sounded exactly like Rips, which was the second or first XX album. It's very confusing. Okay. It's all bugaboo in my head. So, um, XX. This album, I anticipated, I was very excited when I saw it was coming out because it was something like seven years since the last album. <laughs> God, it's been that long. It's been like a long huh. time. Like, I know. Last year, a couple of years ago, me and Matthew did like an extra cast on Slater Kinney. Yeah. And I was talking about if someone needs to get their fucking act together and put out yeah, an album, that, yeah. it would be XX. First time I heard this album, I did not know what to think. Mm hmm. Because it was not what I was expecting. So this album, It's Real, is straight up an homage to 80s hard rock. Mary Timony said, We went to create an album that was so bad it was good. Like that '80s music, it sort of makes more sense later when you find out like how she'd never listened to like that kind of like hard rock or anything.
1: Yeah, she was more it, in the, like the DC punk hardcore yeah, scene.
0: Like one of the uh, yeah, when it was singing, she's like everyone in DC either listened to hardcore or go-go music, yeah, and nothing else.
1: I like how she's like yeah, the Mackays lived and like next. They were yeah. like good friends with my family. When, when when her father's like
0: you know that Mackay kid has a band called Monarch? Threat. Yeah,
1: When Wasn't she saying she what kind of was in a band with like. Uh, like uh, Ian yeah. and uh, oh, before and Fugazi, she was like kind of in the band. She didn't fit in. Yeah, and she was like, eh. but she went to
0: every Fugazi show. And she might be doing something now. With yeah, I don't know. She lives at her parents' house in DC, and like she was very cool. Yeah, yeah. she
1: the interview was uh, turned out of punk, uh, a
0: punk couple. I, I guess it was in March or mm-hmm. early April, but it was, it was really good. So she has she set out to create a very specific album, and they said they largely based it on uh, Hysteria by Def Leopard. And Hysteria was the album, you, you know. You mean
1: Hysteria?
0: Whatever. The one that one the one-armed bloke. Uh, that's when he looked. you know Rick Allen. Y- yeah, the first album he recorded your cousin Rick Allen?
1: No. I used to have a really big crush on Joe Elliott. Yeah. The lead singer. See, oh, I know my Deaf Leopard.
0: No, I was not a big Deaf Leopard. Yeah, I could tell. I know he has one arm, the drummer from a
1: He actually was in King of Prussia like, not too long ago. I He's don't. an artist.
0: He actually had an ah, art
1: exhibit. Yeah.
0: I know, mm, skinny bop. That's poison. It's all the same. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I'm not a big I'm the most That's I'm cool. not the We're greatest official. Death death yes, we are. <laughs> and then but like I listened to it a couple more times and I really love this album. It's just it's initially it's so different than their last album, and I was excited to have more of that. Which when there's like basically a seven year span in between I wanna say it might have been 2014, so it's, I'm trying to... It's my annual bout of hiccups. I think he's going to pee. Talk, talk to you, me while I do So
1: anyway, I listened to the album. I thought it was really good. But I almost feel like it's two albums in one. Yes. There's like a first part, mm-hmm. and then the second part I thought was like very Blondie-esque.
0: So, yeah. Um, which was
1: awesome. I liked all of it, but I think mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. I think I like the second part yeah, a little so more. Yeah, so
0: literally side one of the album is different enough than side two, and... Now we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, just to follow up. I really did like it. The more I listened to it, the more I did hear XX in there. So especially like Mary Timoney has a very odd way of phrasing in her songs. And it's usually this, they'll approach the end of a line and she'll suddenly rush to fill it with extra words. And sort of puts an extra spin on it. Okay. Or the other thing is she'll go right into the chorus or she won't stop at the chorus. Listen to a lot of Mary Timoney stuff. You could hear how much of an influence she was on that album, Wild Flag.
1: Oh, I could see that.
0: Um, But again, it's real. Opens with Tough Enough,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: which is sort of one of the more traditional songs, I guess.
1: It reminded me of like a Pat Benatar song. Uh,
0: I had another artist that reminded me of others, than the real one, Blondie. Um, (laughs) Tough Enough is sort of like overcoming bad times, specifically a bad relationship. You're not out yet, Mm -hmm. but you're gonna... The opposite of Night of the Worm movie, actually, where everything's about to go bad, it's about to get go yes. good. Uh, it has a it, the most '80s guitar solo ever played outside the 1980s. <laughs> a Rainbow Shiner has this blast of migraine-inducing noise that I don't care for. Um, it has some fucking jo- like Dio shit going on. I like it, but I, I did like... like it. But the pur- <laughs> the squealy shit, I'm not a big fan of. Diamond Drive might be one of my two favorite songs. It's very bouncy. I really like that,
1: too.
0: It's kind of down. That's the end of Side 1. Side 2 begins No Reflections and the Era of Blondie.
1: Yes.
0: No Reflections. Like, Another Dimension, which sounds like a slower Bengals song with a harder beat. Mm -hmm. Um, Cosmic Cave, my other favorite, which is straight up in the half here. You can tell it's a Blondie song because she asks someone to dance with her. Um,
1: that remind me of Sunday Sunday Girl. There was one song that straight reminded me of
0: um, shit. to keep talking, I gotta yeah. remember the name of the song. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, very a lot of woo woos in there. This album, and it's great. It is. Um, I think the
1: song titles are actually Blondie lyrics at times. Yeah, I could see that. No reflections has definitely have been a lyric. Yeah. Um, why can't I think of the fucking song? Mm. Giant ants from outer space? No, it's that's early Blondie. This is. I would say this because <laughs> I'm a, a pretty big Blondie fan. Yeah. I would say this kind of heart. It's not early stuff. Maybe, maybe the earliest could be Plastic Letters, which is their second mm-hmm. album. I thought it was more, hmm, after Parallel Lines, I thought it was more Eat to the Beat-esque or yeah. Auto-American. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just me.
0: But basically it's if XX went to a Halloween party and they dressed as the 1980s would be the best way to describe it. I was initially appointed because what I like is they're really like indie guitar shit. Mm-hmm. But it's still there. You just got to listen to it. They did something very different and it hit. It, it was good. I really it, liked it.
1: I really liked it as well. Pretty damn cool. Yes, and
0: that was March 22nd, Merge Records. Cool. Um, do you want
1: to talk about the Pet uh, Cemetery? The Pet Cemetery Star Crawler song? Yes. Which no one even knew was coming out.
0: No one knew was coming out. Well, did I tell
1: you how Glenn texted Mark and was like, did you know Starcrawler did a, pet sem- did a pet cemetery cover? Yeah, and Mark's like no, and it, he next time he checked when he woke up in the morning, mm-hmm. it just released on yeah. like on YouTube for a video or whatever. Uh-huh. But um, it was for weirdly a very secretive. I don't know why. I've listened
0: to it. I liked. It. Yeah, I liked, I liked it. it a lot. I mean, I like everything Starcrawler does. It's not
1: people. much you could talk about, but it's like a big push for them getting like a, a national, yeah. nationwide, or
0: mm-hmm. a, a US global. Yeah. Uh,
1: release of a song, which
0: is pretty cool. So, um, for a movie that a lot more people seem to like than you think would, because it's a remake of a horror movie from... Yeah. yeah.
1: I haven't seen it yet. Um, I kind of want to, but I kind of don't. I really didn't have any... just didn't care about it, but the more people talk about it, I kind of want to check it out. Yeah. Uh, if it's still around in theaters when I'm done school, maybe. Yeah. But, um... We'll see.
0: So, oh, excuse me. Sometimes dead is better. Yeah. Oh, yup. Yep. I'm Judd. Oh, yup. I'm... Um, meow. Yeah. I'm church. Forgot that was the name, church.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I want to watch it because I'm like, uh, kid And guys, I had the girl, Tasha like Yar. Yeah.
0: Remember, the wife was Tasha Yar. Tasha Yar and wasn't yeah. an, um uh, Goose. Yeah, it was Goose was the husband. And, and, and Eddie Furlong. Uh, yeah, Eddie Furlong and um, Herman Munster was Judd, the old yes. who's like, we're back to the I haven't seen
1: it in Year. I've probably seen Pet Cemetery Two
0: more recently. Oh it's so good. Yeah, Pet Cemetery Two. <laughs> Clancy it's, Brown's best movie. It's
1: pretty bad, but it's pretty good. Yeah, if you like bunny. If, like mu- if you like Troll Copeland 2 or Troll yeah. 2, then you will maybe like Pet Cemetery yeah. 2. What topic. else? Is- yes, our topic. I'm like, what else do we have top. to talk about? Mm-hmm. Um so Lou wanted something to run with. Speaking of running, I did a love running. Oh, I know I already talked yeah. about it. Um, so let me say, we we put a, a topic out asking what people like to run with you. Well, tell, tell us what
0: you want for a running playlist. Basically, oh, you're saying what I want personally? Yeah, yeah. I want some just fast tunes to keep a good beat. I find that when I'm listening to music, especially something that has some get up and go, I perform better. Cool. That is, that's usually true. So yeah, I have a lot, like I do have a running list now think, like, just to name a few songs, um, A Forest by The Cure is on there. Mm-hmm. Laura and Marty okay. by The Screamales. I think White Sweater by Romeo Void. Okay. It's funny, actually, on that podcast about Slater Kenny, I talked about my run playlist. Ooh. Uh, Papa Won't Leave You Henry by Nick Cave, which is about a man who wakes up in a whorehouse and kills all the whores. There also might be, you might have had done mouth stuff mm. with a gay guy. Worm stuff, we'll say.
1: I thought you were gonna say Papa Roach.
0: <laughs> no Papa Roach, and no Smash Mouth. That's quite what you said.
1: <laughs> oh, I thought Smash Mouth was pretty good. So let's go and see what people said. Uh, Bill Scott said Lords of Acid. Yes. Which I was like, ooh, that I used That'd to listen to a good, little. Yeah. I used to listen to that on the treadmill, treadmill as well. It said Take Control or the house. Mm-hmm. Grim Noir said. Not rock music, but if you listen to this on loop, you'll end up running to Cleveland before you know it. Um, I, I don't know what it is, to be honest.
0: It's like Adventure Academy OST, I think you wrote or something. My like.
1: Hero, yes, yes. I think it's a game. Okay, cool. I actually
0: used to, um, there was a game called Crypt of the Necrodancer. Okay. And I used to dance to these, not dance, Mr. Dance probably. But that was one I used to run to sometimes. Mm-hmm. also used to run to a lot of Diantwood. I could see that. Like Cookie Thumper and shit like that. Dave Mather was
1: being jokey. He said my father in law once asked my wife if I've heard of the band Offspring <laughs> and uh, put pretty white pretty fly for a white guy yeah. in my run mix. Horrible. But he says he listens to audiobooks. Um, but if he is wants to listen to music, he'll mm-hmm. listen to like some hardcore usually all else fails, Ink and Dagger, disengaged from Youth Today. And I have responded with, I listen to podcasts because I don't like music to dictate my pace.
0: See, I can't, I either find myself not listening to the podcasts or running slower.
1: Well, that's because you're not getting, your ears aren't getting infiltrated with,
0: uh. No, the music makes me.
1: It does. It really does. It does. In a good way. It, I'm, have fun running with music. It's not a No, you said I'm not allowed to. Uh, Bates said George Benson. Mm Mm-hmm. Julia put Chaz at Jenkel number one. Mm. Rich said minor threat. Jello by Biafra. Didn't you have someone? Oh, Jake was made you a whole playlist of like a bunch of metal bands like Avatar and Pantera. I will actually, yeah. So I'm going Pantera. I
0: like Pantera. I'm actually going to dance, not dance. I keep saying dance. I'm going to make up. I'm going to use Jake's playlist. Mm -hmm. And I will even pretty fly for a white guy. I will take suggestions from the Street community and I will run. You
1: didn't ask me other than What about you, Jamie? You should listen to some Prodigy. Prodigy's always Prodigy's good, good yeah. good for running. I when I I do listen to music during races, uh-huh. which I usually listen to pairs. Yeah. I w- I need something kind of just peppy on the go like hard that uh-huh. I'm running. Sometimes I try to end my runs with inspirational stuff. So uh-huh. I was listening to some Sia, a couple songs. Uh-huh. I forget what the name of the song is, but it that I'm unstoppable. I'm like, oh yeah. yeah, this is like where I wanted um, to to uh-huh. end my race on. But yeah, as I said, I don't listen to a lot of music. Mark doesn't listen to anything. Oh really? I I like listening. I, I've noticed my times have been faster. You're not trying to like really increase speed. You're just yeah. entertaining yourself and want to you know have uh-huh. a pep. But yeah, if I think of some more, like I like a lot of like kind of heavy electro dance or like the faint sometimes. Yeah. But once it gets to like that slow song, I think it just fucks your groove Well, up. that's the other
0: But That's why i got to make a list. Other things I'll do, I'll, I'll take a long song and I'll see if I can run the entire length of the song. That's cool. Or like... In the God of the Vita. <laughs> <sighs> so I to die. Or you just, your brain would... Die. I tried to look... Let me put a pin in that for a second. Um, or something like... Um, I'll say Titanium Expose by Sonic Youth which has a very fast part and a very slow part and a very fast part. Stuff like that I'll do Okay. Too. I was going to do, I think, for either a jokey podcast or something, and aside, listen to the entirety of Inigata de Vida, <laughs> and I tried. It is fucking impossible. You will...
1: I heard Captain Beefheart is actually
0: pretty... No, it, fuck you. It's not. Um, you know what? When I did the love run, I ran
1: to H2O. Yeah? But here's the problem. You're not doing races, per se, though. For some reason the volume went all the way down on my iPod and yeah. I'm not going to stop the fucker on my iPod so I maybe listen to like an album like a half hour well, or sucks. to an hour And I was, but I'm fine because I don't really listen to music that much but I try to just listen to some up de- upbeat yeah. and kind of positive but yeah there's a lot of stuff out there and thank you for everyone that contributed and yes. helped out with the podcast uh, topic.
0: Yes. So what else you got going on? Oh you know um, this and that I've been listening to a podcast called, I think it's called How It Could Happen, Hmm. and it's basically about how a second American Civil War could happen. Really? It's written by a, he's a conflict journalist. You know, I'd be over in like Fallujah and stuff, and I see a lot of the behaviors over there or over here, and you know, I'm not going to spoil the whole thing. You might be interested in listening, you might be horrified, but the one thing, the first thing he says is, here's what you got to get out of your head. You know, like, when people think civil war, they think of, like, the American civil war where there are definite sides and there are definite initiating events. Yeah. He's like, civil wars don't happen like that anymore. He's like, like, in Syria, it started as peaceful protests. They became increasingly violent before they became actual shooting wars. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I see a lot of... He's like, I, I mean, I think it could happen, in a, you know, just with militia groups. And, I mean, he it's too much advice. Because mm-hmm. he talks about... The second episode's all about rural America, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, it wouldn't take a lot of people basically to choke off most of the food.
1: Rural America with the farms and stuff. Or?
0: You just have to control the aquifers in Northern California, yeah, or blow up pump stations because they're like, you know, most of the the grown food in the U.S. actually comes from California. Yeah, like that's not wheat and corn and shit. But it's interesting. So that's my my thing. Nice and uplifting.
1: That's cool. Yeah, I'd be interested to, to read yeah. that. I think social media is probably the worst part. They in, talk a lot about that. Yeah,
0: of the whole division in this country. I mean, there's a lot of... How two, two people can see the exact same video and draw completely different conclusions based yeah. on their... It's crazy. Yep. I don't cray know. Cray-cray. Uh, what's uh, going on with you? Schoolwork. Yeah.
1: Everyone getting over being sick.
0: Yeah. Stuff. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: About it. We got about, up 47 minutes? Yeah, we, so I think
0: we're good, especially because we're going to spoil Peter. the hell oh. out of Avengers after we go away. Yeah. Yeah. So for now, you can find us on TrashSouthStreet.com. Yep. Yeah. And at our, our Facebook site, TrashSouthStreet. And, South and, and I won't say Happy Easter because Easter's already passed.
1: Hells, yeah.
0: And here is our new theme song. <laughs> what are you talking about? Our new theme song. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah, it's great. All right, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. All right, so anyway. So Avengers Infinity War. You've had your chance. We're going to spoil the hell out of it. Yes. So first of all the first half is basically, it's a remake of Rocky. I mean, to the point where they use old footage, and it's kind of like, and Rocky's like, Hey, Daniel, mm-hmm. you got some mitts there, you palooka. And then, like, insane. So he fights all the fucking Avengers, and it's like, you know, who gives a scrolls shit? And and fucking... Scrolls. And the scrolls, and, and, and creoles, and the mm-hmm. Shiara there. But who gives then a shit? And it's like, imagine that, Brock Panther, and everybody came yeah. back. And so he's... He's fighting everybody, and finally it's Captain Marvel. Yeah. And she she goes to fire one of her arm lasers at him, and it misses. And she, she grabs her by the head with his Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. He's like, foolish woman. And I don't mean that to, as a pejorative for your sex, for I, Thanos, have the utmost respect. And he does a whole bunch of that virtue signaling for like 20 minutes. So let us know that this isn't because she's a woman that he's killing
1: her. Yeah, it was what? It was super out of place, and um, I, I can't believe it.
0: Yeah, I can't. So right, so she's she's dying, and she's he's like, "Did you really think that would work?" And she's like, "You were not my target," mm-hmm. and she dies. Now I'm gonna spoil something for Captain Marvel. Okay. So Captain Marvel, like, she has basically energy powers. Mm-hmm. And at one point in the movie, she essentially jumpstarts a Nash Rambler with her powers. With her punchy punches. So you hear a, an amp ring out. Mm-hmm. And he turns. And it's fucking Skankin' Pickle with Goose Fronting. And they have a rock and roll battle! That was fucking crazy. It was.
1: And then what interrupted it was Vision's... Mechanical penis just yeah. floating
0: in space, hitting Goose's fucking guitar. Like I didn't think like the the sex shit. I was not a big fan of the. Yeah. I don't think it was entirely appropriate. And you know, the sounds of, like it sounded like someone had a fist caught in a mayonnaise jar. Oh, but um, fucked up. So yeah. So what did you think about the twist ending? Well, what did you think? Maybe um,
1: maybe we should save it.
0: No, let's not save it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, well, we're gonna go now. But then after. A second, we're gonna spoil it for real. All right. Later. 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 The final riff that Goose plays using the Vision's penis, his red penis, Mm -hmm. turns Thanos into a Muppet baby. Guess what, Muppet baby? Uh, which one? Miss, Tell them. Miss Piggy, and I was like, Holy <gasps> shit! Holy shit! And then it goes,
1: The end with a question mark. And then, guy- did you see the second, second one with Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, yeah, and him is he's just petting Goose, uh huh, and he's got he's smoking. Vision's mechanical penis, like a cigar, and he says, this is the end.
0: And then Freddy Krueger's glove jumps (laughs) up and gets him. (laughs) Ah, that was dumb. Yeah.